0: A billion years ago, there was nothing but space Then one of God's wet farts blew all the planets in place There were no signs
1: of life on Mars or Venus But planet Earth was blessed with two baby geniuses Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we
0: know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, geniuses. tell us something we don't know
2: Hello, babies. Hi, i Emily.
1: I'm Lisa. Thanks for
2: listening to Baby Geniuses. Um, welcome to our show. Uh, we, should, we, we should start off with an announcement, a very important
1: announcement. I kind of want to start with an apology. Yeah. I feel like we've been excluding our It's an announceology. <laughs> yes. <laughs> announceology. Um, so as some
2: of you may know, <laughs> so this is like we're making a formal statement here. As some of you may know, we have, in the past... Asked you to send us dick pics,
1: yeah, and and we've gotten we've
2: gotten you know we asked and we received, yeah, and we're so grateful to all of you who have sent in yeah. very creative and uncreative dick pics, yeah. Um, either I mean they were all creative because you created a boner, <laughs> <Very laughs>
1: regardless. Good point, but. But we've been excluding half the population, and we want girls to send us pictures, too. Yeah. So we were thinking... No uh, more dick pics. I mean, unless they're creative. Unless sh- they're really creative. I would still like to see more creative <laughs> okay. dick Okay, but, but I th-
2: the new call to action is girls. Send s- us your butts.
1: Send us your butts! Show us your butts. We yeah. want to see girl moons.
2: Moon us. We, I don't even care if they're that creative. Nope. I would prefer if they were not sexy, but if you want to make them sexy, that is your prerogative. Do
1: whatever you want. Sit on a cake if you want to do that thing. Oh, I love a cake butt. Um, yeah,
2: we. Uh, this is what we want. Please send them to us, Baby Geniuses Podcast at Gmail dot com. We might
1: be more specific as we start to get pictures coming in. You know, the the, the terms might change. We reserve the right to change our request at any time.
2: We like learning (laughs) and and we plan on learning from this experience as we learn from the dick pic experience. But, you know, apologies for never asking you for something before. I I hope
1: that didn't make you guys feel left out. Yeah, I know. I don't know why it didn't occur to us. Yeah. Yeah. and, you know, and of course, we'll keep it anonymous. We're not going to like... We're not going to post them. We're not going to talk about your butt and then say your name. No. But if you send us a really creative picture, we'll probably talk about it.
2: We'll probably talk about it. Yeah. But it's up to you. You're yeah. in control. Here's a question. Do we want them to send us pictures of them putting stuff in it?
1: Inside their butt? Yeah. I don't know if I want to see the butthole.
2: I don't want to see the butthole. I don't think I do. I really don't.
1: But what if I see a really good one (laughs) changes my mind?
2: (laughs) Okay, here's the thing. Only send us a picture of your butthole if you think it is so good that it will change our minds about whether or not we want to see buttholes.
1: Men, do not send me a picture of your butthole. Oh, my God.
2: If you send us a picture of your butthole, we will post it online. Wait, is that an incentive? I really don't want you to send us a picture of your butthole. A man's butthole is the worst thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have we talked about this on the show before? No, but it's like a cave from a fantasy novel full of spiders. Yeah. (laughs)
2: ugh, It's the worst thing. My ex-boyfriend made me look at his one time made you yeah he was like hey look over here and i was looking at something else and i looked over and he was holding (laughs) his cheeks apart and i've never forgiven him we're not even dating anymore it was the worst thing i've ever seen you just can't erase that vision no it's so clear to me even now this all these years later
1: what did it look like
2: it was gross it was was like huge were you surprised at how
1: big it was it
2: was gray (laughs) what and wrinkly was the whole gray
1: or the skin around it gray the
2: hole, a hole cannot be a color, can it? That's why I was surprised. No, it was just like the skin around it. Like the little, I'd say the butthole is like the quarter sized area around the actual opening. That's oh. what I'm calling the hole.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think just the whole
2: thing. <laughs> the whole thing. Um, <laughs> God, do not send us pictures of your butthole. But girls, send us pictures of your butt. Ladies. La- hey, ladies. So that's a good announcement. Uh, What else did we want to talk about up top? Um, I just got back from Bonnaroo, which was so fun. Is that
1: a music festival?
2: Bonnaroo is like a giant music festival. I want to say it's like the third biggest music festival in America. Uh, After like Coachella and maybe South by Southwest. I don't know. Do you like
1: music festivals normally? No. I would never choose
2: to go to one that I wasn't performing at. But performing at one is really fun. Because you get... You you know to use a real bathroom and not a porta potty. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's like the main thing. And we were staying in a hotel instead of like camping. Everyone else oh, was camping great. there. Um, but it was really it was really fun. I got to see a bunch of great shows. I got to see Janelle Monae from oh, on she's stage. So good. I got to be on a scaffolding on the stage. She was awesome. She was really good. She got wheeled out like Hannibal Lecter at the beginning. That was really cool. Um, I got to see. Uh, Kanye West.
1: I'm so jealous. I love Kanye. Do you really? Yeah. Um I it, really liked his last album. I listen to it all the time.
2: It was pretty fun seeing Kanye. He um his rants were crazy. Yeah. His rants were so crazy. He okay, well first of all, he came out in like a full face mask. He was wearing a full face mask like for the first like five or six songs. Um and then he took them took it off for a while and then he put it back on which you can't do that you can't put your luchador mask back <laughs> on after you've taken it off for a while um, and he went on this long rant about um, he, he he shouted out uh, who here don't give a fuck about what the press thinks <laughs> which is a very weird call and response thing to say and then he went on to be like He talking about how the press has been persecuting him because apparently he played Bonnaroo like ten years ago or something or a while ago and uh, they he like went on like six hours late and then blamed it on Pearl Jam even though it was not Pearl Jam's fault he was (laughs) just just, blame it on he was just at a birthday party in Atlanta (laughs) blame all kinds
3: of things on Pearl Jam okay
2: (laughs) and then uh, he. And and so like everyone was like spray painting fuck Kanye everywhere when Whoa. he was here before. And that and then like the press covered it because that's what you do. And so he's really mad at the press. Him um, saying he
1: doesn't care about the press is super weird considering how highly publicized everything he does is and the I fact know, that he's married to, that Kim he's married Kardashian. to Kim Kardashian. And their wedding was like insane. The One biggest, of their three weddings or whatever. Like
2: yeah, what the fuck. He gives so much of a fuck about what the press thinks. Um, and then he started shouting, Where are the press at? where the press at? Like he stopped a song to shout where the press at. I don't know what he was going to do with that. <laughs> Everyone to the he, press when he like, found um, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I don't think you need to be like
1: turning a crowd of 100,000 people against newspapers. You know yeah. what I mean? Also, most press is just like 20 somethings who write for BuzzFeed, right? Yeah. I mean, like they're just like, bloggers.
2: Who's he really and... mad at? I don't know. He was, it was like the whole thing was just a study in unrelatability. He also sang a really <laughs> sad song about how they won't let him play the Super Bowl. and we were supposed to be like oh poor kanye you know what i mean um it was it was pretty awesome and then like and he he like he launched in this whole story about how he was like i was talking to oprah and uh (laughs) she told me kanye they're afraid of you these corporations are afraid of you and that's why they won't let you play the super and then he also took a took a shot at Bruno Mars, which I did not appreciate because he, he was like it was part of this whole rant against the Super Bowl thing. And he was like, you know, I'm not he was trying to like make it sound like people didn't like him because he wasn't like he was like, what's that new cool that everyone's into now? What's that new cool? How why don't we play? You don't need to hear me. Why don't we just play like the new cool? Let's play that. Let's play that Bruno Mars. You want me to do that? Is that what you want? And was, and then like, Whoa. he was like trying to get the crowd to be like, no, we don't want Bruno Mars. We want you. But I'm like, I would listen to some Bruno Mars right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Crowd's like, we like both. Yeah. But they're extremely popular. For <laughs> yeah. We're f- fans of music. That's why yeah. we're here. <laughs> you both play on the radio all the time.
2: Uh, yeah, it was That's pretty crazy. crazy
1: that he was just ranting between songs like that.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. That was the best part in my opinion. Oh, his so his performance was that. fine, but I thought like Dan- I saw Danny Brown that day too and he was better. Um, and then who else did I see? I saw uh, Lionel Richie, a little bit of wow. Lionel Richie. That was pretty cool. Uh, he's had a lot of work done. Mm-hmm. Um, so he looked <laughs> very happy to be there. <laughs> I don't know if he was or not, but he looked, He did a pretty funny bit where he was like, he was going to play um, Endless Love, and mm-hmm. he was like, for this next song, I decided that I was going to reach out and ask a very good friend of mine to come out to Tennessee and join me. So I called her up, said miss diana ross will you come out and join me on stage at bonnaroo she said no No! (laughs) and this was like after like giant applause breaks at the mention of her name it was really great Um, it was a fun it was a fun time if anyone was there hi how are you i had a great time at that festival um what else happened jack white also ranted and structurally, his rants were very similar to Kanye West's where he was like, I was talking to Jim Jarmusch the other day and he told me, yeah, it was like, you can't start your rants the same way Kanye starts his, just with like different types of people to be impressed by.
1: Did he say anything offensive? Mm. Did he say anything bad about Meg? I hate it when he talks shit about Meg. He didn't say anything about Meg. <laughs> he,
2: his stuff was very like, it was very like philosophical and advicey. It was about like, Oof. you know, like... Uh, talking about how you should be open to. Po- it was it was a little hard to follow, but it was about being like not ever saying you have something better to do, being open to possibilities and like opportunities that you I guess might. That's good. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was like hard to extrapolate. He had some examples that I don't remember. Um, Sounds but his- like the
1: secret or something. Yeah. Something which people are like, into. <laughs> I
2: feel like a lot of times people who end up like as successful as Jack White will take like one story and be like, well, that's why I'm successful. And so and then try and prescribe that, which is not fair. Yeah. That's not how, you know what I mean? It's
1: not interesting. You don't think so? No. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting how money does that to people.
2: Yeah. How they, it makes it, it makes them think that everything was sort of divinely guided. Yeah. Which is interesting. You um,
1: deserve this. <laughs> yeah.
2: Money makes people weird. uh, uh super I weird. I still want it though. <laughs> I still want it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even though I know it's going to be, what kind of rich person do you think you're going to
1: be when you get your money? Um, if I was an insane rich person, like, like if I got to like Howard Hughesy levels, I would definitely, you know, I, th- I feel like that brings out the worst parts of your personality. Cause you can just indulge them. Yeah. So I would just like be an intense hypochondriac and I'd like, be it fancy doctor's You'd offices go be at the doctor all, the time. all the time. Yeah. Would you buy horses? Yeah, of course, yeah. multiple horses. <laughs> and then I'd pay people to be my friends to ride with me. Yeah, yeah,
2: I would do it for money. <laughs> <laughs> cool just now that i know that that's on the table i would have done it for free before you said that i mean like
1: you know i'll buy all the equipment i'll supply the horse like yeah
2: and like send a car to come pick me up
1: yeah yeah i'll pay for dinner yeah that sounds
2: good cool um i think i'm gonna be the kind of rich person who um spends a lot of money on food (laughs) yeah you know what i mean like maybe have a private chef that would be the coolest oh my god yeah that'd be great right or um I don't know. I don't know what else. I would definitely have a hot tub. That's something I've wanted for a long time.
1: <laughs> that doesn't take that much money.
2: I know. <laughs> but I feel like it does to justify it. Anyway, um, should we do one on fun? Or do we, I don't know if we have time. We, we have one more thing to talk about, which uh, is... You were going to play a game. I was going to play a game. But other than that, last week we were talking about Beetlejuice too. That's right. And I was listening to it and, and you were like, I don't want anyone to play him except for Michael Keaton. <laughs> But I thought of someone who would be good, which is
1: T.J. Miller, would make an amazing Beetlejuice. That'd be perfect. It'd be perfect, right? And he's like weirdly sexy. uh, And Michael Keaton is also weirdly sexy. In the same kind of creepy way. Kind of, yeah. I think it works. Like kind of leering. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy eyes. Yeah. Crazy eyes. Yeah.
2: Okay. If you guys have anyone else who you think would be good for Beetlejuice.
1: I dare you to name someone better (laughs) than T.J. Miller for Beetlejuice too. I dare
2: you to email us.
1: (laughs) How do we get in touch with Tim Burton to tell him? he might not know is he on Twitter
2: (laughs) (laughs) we'll just tweet at him a bunch (laughs) until he blocks us
1: just tweet at him and at TJ Miller until he both (laughs) hey guys (laughs) got an idea thought of something yeah now (laughs) how do I get a
2: cut (laughs) Um, the game okay should we play the game it might take a little while Uh, we can do it next time let's save it okay we'll save it sure okay now you guys are intrigued (laughs) Uh, it's time for one on fun you know You don't One on four. Um, <laughs> Lisa.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um, Motherfucker.
1: Should I go first? Yeah, you should go first. <laughs> uh, are there any other movies that you, from from, from like your youth, that you think? Would make a good remake right now? A good remake or a good sequel? Either.
2: Either. Okay. Um, that Alvin and the Chipmunks movie where they take a balloon race around the world. <laughs> oh, that was my God. favorite movie when I was little. I'd like them to redo that and have it be less racist.
1: I mean, that one was good. Yeah,
2: it was pretty good. Um, yeah. would, you, would it be recreated like old school animation or would, would it be... I like s- it to be cell animation. I don't think I would want it to be CGI, but they would probably do it CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Other than that, I don't really remember what movies I liked when I was a kid. Hmm. Do you?
1: Yeah. What did you like? The Last Unicorn.
2: Oh, I didn't didn't see that one.
1: Oh, it's fucked up. Really? Yeah.
2: Wait, what's it about?
1: It's just like... The Last Unicorn? (laughs) There's a unicorn, yeah, but then there's all this weird shit that happens and there's like a tree that grows enormous boobs and like (gasps) smothers the main character's head between her boobs and...
2: Oh my God, by the way, I had a sex dream about Christina Hendricks the other night oh her boobs were not in it what and it i didn't realize it boobs? it wasn't like in the dream i was like i wasn't like hey where are your boobs it, they were just not in the dream and when i woke up I, I was like was her? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just knew it was christina Hendricks. and the rest of her body was amazing and i was supposed to go down on her and it was difficult
1: whoa <laughs>
2: <laughs> but her skin felt really good so you know masturbate to that i guess <laughs> i told my friend janine about it who has a big crush on christina Hendricks, and she was very mad
1: she was jealous she was like that dream was wasted on you <laughs> <laughs>
2: um okay lisa uh-huh if you, have you ever lucid dreamed
1: lucid dreamed oh where i can control what's happening yeah and if not what would you do if you did what did you do um I can't, I would probably just have, like, some crazy sex dream. Yeah, with someone but who so I, you haven't? You haven't no, done No, not that I can think of.
2: Yeah. I think you'd remember if you had done it. Yeah. Yeah, sex and flying are the two things you should probably do.
1: Yeah, I would just use it to, like, do something I couldn't do in day-to-day life. Yeah. <laughs> like a crazy sex? <laughs> yeah with you know like a yeah. famous person yeah with a famous person jeff goldblum <laughs> one
2: crazy sex please yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> with jeff goldblum <laughs> that would be good
2: <laughs> <laughs> um that concludes one on fun it's time for wiki of the week welcome to wiki of the week um let's introduce our guest for the week she's an author most recently of the book great young Adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and the editor of HappyNicetimePeople.com. Please welcome Sarah Benincasa. Hello. 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 Thank you for being here. We're excited to have you. We tried to get you on when we were recording in New York, and it didn't work out. So this is like a long
3: overdue. I'm
2: very excited.
3: I'm I'm very excited to have you here. Now we're atop a hill gazing upon the beauty of Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. The
2: view here is pretty amazing. Yeah, it's It's
3: amazing. It's awesome. (laughs) Uh,
2: I was just saying today to someone, I was like, this is probably the best place to have an existential crisis. If
3: you're going to have one. (laughs) Just sit here and just kind of like deeply gaze out at the buildings and the beautiful palm trees and think like, who am I? Why am I here? I shall meditate upon it.
2: (laughs) Yes, that's why people here meditate because they're all going crazy. I was also saying that like, everyone talks about how people in LA are like, obsessed with meditation and yoga and juicing and stuff and it's like if we weren't everyone here would be driving their cars into buildings
3: (laughs) yeah we need we're like barely
2: keeping it together yeah we need to
3: have something to focus on like when you give an angry child something you redirect the attention to like oh here watch Caillou or whatever that show is called (laughs) you know here's a pack and play here's a little uh, farmer in the Dell toy that's what it is for us like we're all just crazy children who need to be focused Breathe. breathe Breathe, <laughs> yeah. Just breathe and have some juice.
2: <sighs> um, this week's Wikipedia page was sent to us by Kate Menzies, one of our fav- favorite Wikipedia contributors. Um, this is the Wikipedia page for McDonald's urban legends great
3: yeah. so uh, urban legends
2: about the fast food chain McDonald's abound (laughs) I think this is the first time I've read the word abound in the intro to a wiki page (laughs) these legends include claims about the food and allegations of discrimination by the company Um, so there's a whole section on unusual ingredients dating back to at least 1978 This rumor claims that McDonald's restaurants use earthworms in their hamburgers. Sure, I
3: believe it. I'm into it. Um, I I hope so. I hope. I want that.
1: (laughs) It's just because it looks like
2: earthworms. Ground beef looks like earthworms.
3: It looks like little ground-up earthworms.
1: There's a belief that McDonald's uses cow eyeballs in its products, permitting it to brand them as 100% beef.
3: I'd buy it. Just fill
1: in part of that beef with... Eyeballs with eyeballs it's still cow so I however, buy all of this <laughs> however
2: the USDA mandates that all beef byproducts including cow eyeballs be appropriately labeled Oops. also <laughs> cow eyeballs are more expensive than the rest of the cow
1: really wait, wait. Do, oh. because
2: of scientific institutions use them for experiments
1: yeah oh. so it would not be cost effective
2: for them to use eyeballs in the burgers
1: oh
3: interesting <laughs> yeah. okay did you guys play with cow
1: eyeballs in science
3: class in middle school I uh, no. and I did not know. Oh, oh wow, were they fascinating?
1: They're pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I really
3: re- huge people. Oh wait, maybe we did. I remember just frogs and yeah. the smell of formaldehyde. Oh my god, that
2: was the worst. We I'm going to vomit. Frogs. Thinking did, about Oh god,
3: it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, okay. I'm sorry. I just triggered a PTSD no, memory. I mean, we're doing a very gross page today. So <laughs> yeah, we are
2: have. <laughs> it also takes very little to make me throw up. <laughs>
3: yeah fetal pigs yeah we did sheep hearts Oh, yeah everything that's they sell at mcdonald's oh yeah we did fetal pigs Mm -hmm. we didn't do frogs we did fetal pigs like a pig abortion. Ugh. yeah i was super pro-life when i was in high school so i was like (laughs) conflicted (laughs) really yeah because i was like i mean this baby pig never even got a chance to live yeah wait so it wasn't really a a conflict you were not conflicted you were firmly against it i was so against any kind of aborting anything (laughs) any kind of ending aborting a space shuttle mission to save the (laughs) life anything really and so I was just like I just feel like this isn't fair and it was pointed out to me that the pig would have led a terrible life
2: and been
3: slaughtered for food in a factory farm and I was like well I'm against that too I was against a lot of things Mm -hmm. you know and now you're in favor of all of it Oh God now I'm just like let's just I I will throw pigs downstairs (laughs) just because as it feels right and then laugh as they bleed out have That's you seen that me. video of
2: the baby pig walking down the stairs oh, no You're, is it cute i'll show it to you it. it's the cutest it's it. so um, cute <laughs> a related claim to the cow eyeballs thing is that mcdonald's buys its meat from a company called 100 percent beef making it possible for mcdonald's to call beef byproducts and soy products 100 percent beef
1: i just rolled my eyes at yeah. this rumor mm. that was like mm. i heard a rumor that like
2: uh there's a there's a city called USA, mm-hmm. like oh. in J- in Japan or somewhere. So that, or in in uh, China. So that it can be a China-made product, but it can say made in USA.
3: Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that is a funny clever <laughs> yeah. thing that a thirteen-year-old came up yeah. with
2: yeah. at a sleepover. It's a funny joke about slavery. Oh <God> uh around march of A- march or april 2000 an internet rumor spread via email in brazil claiming that mcdonald's meat was actually made Uh, from a genetically modified animal maintained in a laboratory. The email stated that the few who saw it assure it is a very unpleasant sight. They have no limbs or horns, no bones, undeveloped cartilage instead, no eyes, no tail, and no fur. Its head is about the size of a baseball. They are fed through tubes connected directly into their stomach.
3: If science could do that, they would do that. Like, I fully believe that. I don't think that it was advanced enough at the time to make that happen, but if that can, happen it will totally happen yeah there's no way that that's cost effective
1: yeah that's true so expensive that sounds
3: so expensive that if it could be done for cheap they would it's do it's the it. matrix yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, and all the cows are just like think that they're fucking like carrie Ann moss <laughs> but, they're all, but in reality they're just like disgusting meat slaves that's awesome god i hope
2: that's real uh, that would be really great if we can make the cows thinking they're living normal human lives while yes. they're in the matrix that would be great so good um they're uh the there is a rumor that they use pig fat in its in their milkshakes, mm. ice cream, and fried potatoes. McDonald's provides complete ingredient list. I, it's interesting reading a Wikipedia page that you know that McDonald's corporate looked at yeah. and like has gone over and made as many changes as they can. Um, but there are unidentified fats listed in the ingredients on the on the websites. McDonald's Australia, however, specifically mentions that there is definitely no lard or pink fat in the McDonald's soft serve.
3: Yeah. But does lard apply to all animals? I I don't, I don't know. I just, this is, thinking back to the days of, like, Upton Sinclair <laughs> and, and yeah. and you know, um, that kind of... I don't know if you'd call it muckraking journalism or what, where it, they exposed these ills and in, in the slaughterhouse and meat industry and stuff. Uh, up through today, when Subway just had to make all these commercials saying, hey, we don't put a weird chemical in our bread that is also used in yoga mats anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Like, I, I sort of believe almost anything about... Yeah. If it has to do with corporate malfeasance, I think that's how you say that word, I um I, I believe it's possible. I err on the side of the rumors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean if somebody says McDonald's burgers are haunted, I'm gonna go, I don't think ghosts would waste their time. But if somebody's <laughs> like they're poisonous, I I would believe that. Yeah. Because look at how people Look when, they, look eat when they eat McDonald's. Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> like they look
2: like they've been poisoned with something. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there was. There's one section called racism.
3: Rumors, I, bu- I believe all of this. Rumors. Very short well, this
2: one is definitely a hoax. Rumors in 2011 proclaimed an image shows a McDonald's sign announcing a dollar fifty surcharge for African American customers. No, that's yeah. not true. That did not happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a lie. Yeah.
3: Um, I will tell you something that's true, the, Ash- or the Asheville, North Carolina, uh, actually Biltmore Village, North Carolina, McDonald's has a grand piano in it, that's true, not racist, but true, it's a beautiful grand piano, <laughs> oh, and they like hire it. someone to play, oh, how nice. oh like it's r- really nice, yeah, it's really nice, it's right by the Biltmore Estate, and it's very fancy, oh, interesting. it's the fanciest McDonald's I've ever been to.
2: Um, I will say I am surprised that this page is as short as it is.
1: Yeah. I'm sure I there's would tons like, more I'm sure Snopes. there's to-
2: so many more McDonald's rumors going around that just, oh, they've yeah. somehow been able to keep off of the Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um, conspiracy theory forming in my brain right now.
3: Yeah. I think this. they probably have McDonald's redditors. They have McDonald's Wikipedia people. Like yeah. they have seeded the internet with all these McDonald's operatives.
2: Yeah. Uh, there's a separate page for the racism one. Oh, like, good. It has its own Wikipedia page. And it apparently, like, so it went viral. People were, like, tweeting it. There's a picture, like, a, a hoax picture of a sign up at a McDonald's that says, As an insurance measure due in part to a recent string of robberies, Amer- African-American customers are now required to pay an additional fee of 150 per transaction. Thank you for your cooperation.
3: <laughs> I feel like that was a scamp on photoshop
2: yes just absolutely wild. or someone just like uh someone just printed it out like someone just typed it up and printed it out taped it up and took a quick picture of it and then
3: took it down mcdonald's has affinity groups like they have i think they have websites that are like Ola. Amigos, like the Latino McDonald's page and the African American oh, yeah. McDonald's page, like what they do for the community capital yes. C. They're all about they're all about that. They love yeah. diversity. They're like, can we make as many <laughs> yeah. minority groups fat as possible? <laughs> yes we'll do it.
2: What drum beat should we put underneath this commercial to get your people <laughs> in our restaurant? Sosa
3: merengue yeah. hip hop <laughs> done.
2: <laughs> Their response uh to the hoax was that. That pick is a senseless and ignorant hoax. McDonald's values all our customers. Diversity runs deep in our culture on both sides of the counter. Yeah. It ain't KFC. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. KFC has its own urban legends about it. Mostly about it not being chicken and that's why they had to change the name to KFC. Yes, 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 yes. I believe that, that chicken. one when I
3: was little. Yeah. I believed it too. I was like, uh-huh. Got I it. might still believe it. Well, they re- they just yesterday announced that they had kfc had um donated thirty thousand dollars to the medical expenses of this little girl who was attacked by a dog and had facial injuries in and went into a kfc in jackson mississippi she was like three years old Mm -hmm. with her grandma and the was asked to leave because other patrons were disturbed by her face oh my god so so kfc is investigating it but they really got in front of the story and like did a press release about it and we're like and we're investigating this is terrible if it's true we don't care if it's true or not uh we're still going to give thirty thousand dollars to this girl wow (laughs) so they're paying for a bunch of her medical expenses which is pretty rad and she's so cute so kfc got in front of a story and mcdonald's needs to get in front of these wikipedia rumors yeah i'm into that address it yeah, address it and then
2: make a sandwich where there's no bread, just more meat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, that concludes Wiki of the Week. Thanks so much for being here. Of course. Uh, we're really happy. There are a couple things we wanted to talk to you about. The first of which is something that you actually wrote a book about, mm-hmm. Um. Which is agoraphobia? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A thing that you do—is it uh, fair?
3: Do you say that you had it or that you st- have it? I have it. I you manage it. it. I think of it as as sort of in the way that like alcoholics will talk about. Yeah. Um, you're an alcoholic for life, right? Whether or not you're recovered, but you're just like managing it. You yeah. know, I I don't think um, agoraphobia. I mean, I'm sure it can be cured for some people, but it it's certainly still a problem for me. But it's mm-hmm. just not restricting me to my home anymore. So for people who don't know, so agoraphobia. Agora means marketplace, and phobia, of course, is fear. So it technically means that you're afraid of the marketplace or like the mall. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not true. I love it, um, but like i mean look at me i mean i'm a woman i mean i am a woman (laughs) i have needs um so it's a fear of being around lots and lots of people so um it's one way to think of it is it's kind of the opposite of claustrophobia so uh being in a small space um sounds very cocoon like and nurturing to me Mm -hmm. but being at Bonnaroo or like Bumbershoot. Yeah. I'm doing Bumbershoot this year not as a comic oh, yeah. but as an author. And they're doing a thing called Literary Deathmatch this year, so I'm going to do that. But oh, that yeah. is like a little scary to me. Like yeah. lots and lots of people. Right. I'm going to do it. Like I still do you'll it. You'll be
2: inside for that Oh just yeah, as it's a up so field it's, yeah, or it's not like you're not out. You can wander around if you want, but if you want to just stay in the green room until you go on stage, you'll be allowed to do I that. I
3: might do that. Yeah. And <laughs> just kind of like I mean, I take a lot of Prozac and like I take a and Prozac and then I have Clonopin if it gets like really bad i can take that's kind of like it's like xanax like you just take it in the in the instant that something bad is happening like a panic attack but um you're so lucky that meds help you oh my god yeah <laughs> help
1: me oh really no, it made me feel worse oh wow yeah. what, what
2: what did you take meds for lisa
1: oh i've taken all kinds of meds for anxiety and agoraphobia like ssris really... uh-huh. yeah, yeah 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 you have agoraphobia yeah
3: i did not know that
1: yeah. well you know
3: yeah, <laughs> I knew you were shy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're members of the same tribe, basically.
1: Yeah, this um, like going out.
3: This <laughs> place where we are in a mysterious undisclosed location is kind of an ideal place to be an agoraphobe because it's beautiful and atop a hill and you can just yeah. gaze out and see things and be like, you can I'm participating. There. You yeah. know that people are there
2: because you can see all the buildings that yes, they're Yes,
3: absolutely. Yeah. You can go, oh, I, I went like bananas when I lived in this um, studio apartment in Boston. I went to Emerson College for a little while and I, well, two and a half years and then I dropped out because of agoraphobia. But um, I it was almost windowless and it oh. was, there was a, just a tiny window looking on an alley and um just a little tiny kind of airplane sized bathroom and a hot plate and it was just it got really bad and i just were stopped. you drawn to that apartment
2: because of how small it was or did no, it just happen it was just, like it that it was
3: just cheap yeah and and then it got things got worse and worse and worse and over the course of several months and i just started staying inside all the time and so then i stopped going out to like get food so i lost a bunch of weight which was sexy for a minute and then <laughs> just scary and then Whenever you lose weight really fast in an unhealthy way, your brain is the first thing to suffer. So I started going even more cuckoo birds and it just got really spiraled. It got really bad. And so I had a nervous breakdown when I was 21 and my parents had to come fetch me and take me to treatment and stuff. And yeah, it was bad. Um, And I had been on some meds that didn't work for me. I'd been on them for a few years, but I didn't know there were other options. So I just thought like if I take Paxil, which it was Paxil, which works great for some people, but... Uh, I thought, if I take this Paxil and it doesn't work, that means I'm crazy and I'll have to go to like Girl Interrupted Town. <laughs> so I can't tell anybody. So instead of mm-hmm. asking questions, I just didn't tell anybody, and I went to Cuckoo Town. Um, but I never had to go to Girl Interrupted, so I felt really good about That's it. Good. That's how I refer mm-hmm. to institutions. Although
2: if you do have to go to Girl Interrupted, there's no shame in that. I mean, there's Angelina Jolie. Yes, yeah. there's You're chicken. You're going to meet someone with amazing boobs mm-hmm. yeah. to she be will awesome. later remove
3: preventatively and when Winona's going to be there (laughs) yeah a a pre-mister deeds winona a very pre-mister deeds you really think that's where things started going bad for her i think that's what (laughs) happened it wasn't the shoplifting
2: it was mr deeds it was mr deeds Mm -hmm. that movie was pretty bad oh
3: man i you know what i realized recently my i I had never seen i've never seen who's afraid of virginia wolf Oh, and, no, I haven't either. Um I've I've heard it's brilliant and I told my boyfriend who's a theater snob this mm-hmm. and he said, I bet you've seen Five to eight Adam Sandler movies, and I said, I have, and I've enjoyed every single one, and I named them all. And I said, You know, yeah. agoraphobics watch a lot of TV in our houses since uh, we do a lot of things inside. TV is
2: very comforting, much more comforting than movies, too, in my opinion. Oh, so yeah. It's like, or like TV or like a movie that you've seen before. Mm-hmm. Like every time I tell people that I haven't seen The Godfather, I follow it up with, But I've seen every episode of Frasier.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> just I love to with like your friends after you watched episode after episode. Yeah
3: and I just want them to know how ashamed I am of myself
1: <laughs>
3: well TV is so comforting and it's also very intimate because it's it's in our homes and now it's even more intimate because we can control when we see it and for how long we watch it and you know so it's it's like TV I think that's why people react differently to like stars of TV than stars of the, the silver screen because there's a familiarity with a TV star yeah like if I saw Matt LeBlanc I would <laughs> <laughs> be like, are we eating spaghetti together in five minutes or 10 minutes? <laughs> but if I saw Tom Cruise, I would be like terrified, but there's other reasons for that. Yeah, I'd be because terrified and in love.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard Tom Cruise is the most charismatic person you've ever met I mean, everyone gotta be. everyone oh, yeah. who meets him understands immediately why he's a movie star apparently. yeah
3: he just like glows yeah i think we ran on happy nice time people we ran a review of edge of tomorrow and which the i whole, hear is great it's yeah great. and I and, I and the whole it. the the review was just like the movie is so much fun and also tom cruise is just tom cruise yeah and like on the site we tend to make fun of we we're like nice and happy about a lot of things but then we make fun of certain things like cult cult views Mm -hmm. but the the thing was just like you know what it doesn't even matter like what his religion is or what whatever like he's just magical like he's just that like who cares Scientology is working for him yeah Yeah. it's it's great like he's adorable (laughs) like the person who wrote the review is very kind of savvy and a little a little bit snarky but Uh they they were just enchanted by him and his performance in this movie. Wow. <laughs> it was great. I should see that movie. And apparently Emily Blunt shines.
1: Yeah, yeah that's she's what... She's just so gorgeous and charming in the entire movie. That's oh. what previous
2: oh. guest oh. Cameron Esposito was talking about on yeah. stage was that she was like Emily Blunt's muscles in that movie oh God. <laughs> are like amazing. You get that's to see awesome. her go into
1: Upward Dog like 50 times in the movie. Oh. Does she my, love yoga, yoga in the movie?
3: <laughs> Is that her thing? Is that... How do they train? Is it through yoga?
1: Uh, it's just like every time he comes upon her she happens to be
3: in this yoga pose. <laughs> oh, she's like it's repeating. Tom. it's like yeah. the same oh, oh yeah. it's like a groundhog day situation it yeah. always <laughs>
1: starts with her in up dog so great and she's amazing at it <laughs> she's in her, her accent her be- does her she cheekbone. use
3: does she use her English accent in the movie yeah. like yeah. her real accent she has such a pretty voice I would listen to her read me the phone book yeah mm. I would so find beautiful. that very soothing
2: I just started listening to audiobooks because I have a commute now yeah. And uh, I just downloaded because I've never read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I've never read it either. And it's the I audiobook. Bet that's a
1: good audiobook.
2: What? I bet that's a good audiobook. It's narrated by Stephen Fry.
1: Oh, oh cool. That's like so
2: much British accent. I love that
3: That's <laughs> great. I have so
2: many hours of British accent ahead of me. I'm really I'm worried that I'm gonna just like zone out and just be like, ooh, I like this. Have
3: you seen the movie? I have not. It has Martin Freeman in it. Yeah. And Zoe Deschanel who I thought was named Zooey Desk Channel for <laughs> about five years and I, during this movie I remember I was like this Desk Channel girl is like really I just see big things for her like she's you just really it. I was like she's just so fun she
2: should maybe change the way she pronounces her name but other than that I yeah. think she's got the goods I was like
3: yeah this the whole Desk Channel that hard K is a little weird but I don't know but I enjoyed it um, but I understand that people who have read the book do not necessarily like the movie because yeah. it's not like I don't think it's as faithful an adaptation as it could be.
2: Yeah, well, the book also has so many, like, asides, and the way that it's written is very, like... I just started listening to it. It's very, mm-hmm. like... Y- you know, there's a lot of like commentary in the. It's not all action. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of like interesting turns of phrase and
3: stuff like that. Um, and isn't like Forty Two, The Secret to the Universe? Spoiler alert! I don't know, or something. Something about Forty Two. Something about Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. Seen movie Forty Two. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you know, what's really like? This book is great, but what's also inspiring is Jackie, <laughs> Jackie Robinson, Robinson, and you should see the film Forty Two because it's marvelous.
2: <laughs> he somehow knew that that movie was going to get made. Yeah. Um, so how old were you when you realized that you had the pro- the problem of agoraphobia?
3: um I didn't get diagnosed until i was twenty one with agoraphobia, but I had been having panic attacks since I was about um well probably since I was ten. I got diagnosed with panic disorder when I was uh sixteen mm-hmm. and I started dealing with depression when I was fourteen so wow. it's like a a heady mix on on my dad's side we have like a lot of anxiety and depression and then on my mom's side we have a lot of depression and then like obsessive stuff and and different like schizophrenia and different things bipolar do you think Um, it's
1: hereditary I do, yeah. I do too. I wonder about that. A I lot. absolutely I think do. It probably
3: is. Yeah, I mean my my great grandfather was institutionalized. He went to Girl Interrupted, um, oh. and on one side, um, and I've had other family members who've dealt with all kinds of different stuff who've sought treatment. I mean, I actually when I went to a psychiatrist who like really helped me. I was the third generation in my family to go and see this particular psychiatrist. Oh So wow. he f- he told me he kind of felt like How he was cheating. How old was he? Oh, he was he was like. Um in his sixties, okay. I think, and he was very interesting. And he was like, you know, I sort of feel like I'm cheating because I have this picture of the family dynamic from working with your family for you know on and off for twenty years. So oh. I feel like uh, he's like I almost feel guilty, but it's also awesome because I've never gotten to work with three generations of a family. Oh, wow, before. yeah, you get to see whether or not it's true. Yeah, I get to see it say, see it all popping up in everybody, like all the same stuff. So, uh, so I was relatively young, so I started. Taking medication when I was sixteen, but again, it didn't really work for me. It mostly just gave me a headache and made it hard for me to have orgasms as a teenager. Yeah, but I was like, I, keep I guess it's working. That from people that yeah it interferes
2: with orgasms, which it is re- such a bummer.
3: SSRI's really they they can, but then but now I don't have that problem at all with Prozac. Like I'm I I really coming don't. all the time. I, I'm coming right now. <laughs> like, I came on the way up the stairs. <laughs> I'm just. It's really. I'm pregnant. Also, it makes you pregnant. Um, but I it. It's, it's been really uh, – it's been good for me. It's been very helpful for the past, um, I guess, 12 years that wow. I've been on it. It's been very helpful. But I still have breakthrough episodes here and there. What does that mean? So where kind of like your defense that you've built up, um, you know, kind of can't withstand the power of whatever it is. It's less often with panic attacks for me, more often with depression. Oh, yeah. um, that happens like every few years – uh, every I'd say three to five years I get a bout of depression that's shitty that's like dark you know that's I mean it's it's sort of in my family we all sort of pop off at first when we're like between the ages of 16 and 21 mm-hmm. like are a lot of us um end up with getting super depressed or manifesting some kind of addiction or or having our first psychotic break. Um, Like a family tradition instead of a
2: a quinceanera. So we all kind of, all the
3: the cousins are kind of like, well, but we still put on dresses and hire a mariachi band. So we all, but what's great about that is that there's a precedent set. So like with each new like cousin that it happens to, or like grandchild or whatever everyone's like oh yeah and you have you have even more people to talk to about it mm-hmm. um and then like you get to be that person who talks to the younger people about it like well yes and, and it is a relief to tell the kids like hey this isn't uh guess what um i had this and so did so and so and so and so and so and so so it's you know, it's really it's not, not you. your fault. It's not yeah. That's the best thing is that you get to go. It's not your fault. Like I would hate to have been the first person in my family to have dealt with that stuff oh, generations God. ago. Yeah. But now it's like less stigmatized and we're all kind of used to it.
2: Yeah. I have friends who have like dealt with mental health problems not knowing that other people in their family had dealt with it yeah there's a lot of shame and secrecy. then they find
3: out and they're like i wish i had known this mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah it makes you feel like so much better i mean you're not happy that other people have it yeah. but you know i grew up knowing that that people in my family dealt with different things so It was not I mean, my my psychiatrist was like, well, you came by it honestly, like you didn't didn't snooker anybody out of out of anything to get this craziness like you you have genetic loading on both sides for this. Now, that said, there are people who suffer from mental illness like post-traumatic stress disorder and all kinds of stuff that's related to trauma that isn't hereditary Mm -hmm, so that, you know, that can happen, too.
2: Uh, if we, I wonder if we have anyone listening who's suffering
3: from this right now. I, mean, I'm I imagine sure. podcasts Probably. are popular with, Oh yeah. Uh, I yeah. get a lot of emails from whenever I do a podcast, I tend to get emails. Um, Sarah at happy, nice time, if you're interested. <laughs> yeah. But I, I usually tend to get emails from, uh, people who are, especially from like suicidal, my like, my like niche market is suicidal queer teens. <laughs> I get a lot of emails, um, from them and so i mean i'll buy a lot i mean probably like one a week
2: i mean i read your tumblr too and you give a lot of advice yeah there about yeah it. it's, yeah it's, it's a lot of you're very good at giving advice thank
3: you i'm not as good at, at taking it which but i think that's sort of like the <laughs> i think the, that's the, kind of the, the, t- the benchmark of <laughs> yeah. every of
2: humanity <laughs> oh yeah absolutely
3: but I, I get a lot of emails from people who are dealing with like agoraphobia and um panic disorder because i wrote this book Fabulous about it but then also um Kids who are just really suicidal, like really like down in the dumps. And so I kind of, you know, it, it's it's inter- I mean, it's an it's an honor, but it's also very scary. It's not when I started doing comedy. It's not like I thought that I would be that would be my like demo, yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's a, um,
2: that's a lot to sort of take on as someone who is doing comedy and not oh like sure being like
3: a professional therapist right so yeah. so what i do but what's great is i i have all these resources that i know about that i can like connect them with and mm-hmm. of course if somebody's in in immediate danger like you take steps to deal with that but um if if you're able to but but a lot of times kids just want to know there's somebody out there who has it too because they don't realize other people in their family or have dealt with it so yeah. it just they just need a grown-up aka me to be like hey You're not crazy. It's okay. Also, other people masturbate too. Yeah, they other people totally (laughs) masturbate. I'm masturbating right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's why you've been
2: coming. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I've been coming. That's
3: actually why I've been coming.
2: What do you think is what's the most common
3: piece of advice that you give? Do you think Um, the most common piece of advice that I give would be. I would say it would be, this sounds really basic um, and, and like a cop-out in a, to me. I'm like, cause in my head I'm like, I should be able to fix things, but I know that I shouldn't. Um, it's just, I I, con- I connect people with the National um, Alliance on Mental Illness in their area and with NAMI, and N-A-M-I. Um, it's there at org, And so um, I usually will send them there or the um, suicide, the National Suicide Lifeline, Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And, uh, rain the rape abuse and incest oh, yeah. network um it's it's rain with two N's.org. um so a lot of times it's just me referring people to stuff it's not like i have answers but one thing my grandmother always told me you know this too shall pass and it it does like when you're in it a lot of times kids who are suicidal or anybody who's suicidal they're panicked they it's not that they're so depressed yeah. they're panicked because they're like i'm so sick of feeling this way i have to I'm never gonna get better and they need somebody to tell them or I certainly did need somebody to tell me like it's okay like it's going to get better uh It's it's still it still might fucking suck sometimes like it's gonna suck sometimes, but it will get better and not in some like candy ass platitude way where you're like, everything's gonna be great. Everything is awesome. Mm -hmm. But like,
2: it'll still suck. Yeah, yeah. it's still
3: gonna kind of suck sometimes, but it will get monumentally better. But you need to be involved in that process. Like you have to make an effort. Are there help any yourself
1: things that you recommend doing for maintenance if you are like recovering from agoraphobia or depression
3: or oh sure yeah I would say I make sure that I get outside at least once a day and that's f- true dealing with depression or agoraphobia like go outside even if I'm just I have a dog and one of the reasons I have a yeah, dog is that it helps me go outside super helpful yeah right it, yeah. and you're also responsible for another living thing so you can't just be in your own head all the time yeah so have a kid yeah. <laughs> 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 or, or an animal So having an an animal in your life is really good. Getting outside once a day. Um, I write notes to myself sometimes at night. If I'm having a tough day, I'll write a note to myself at night that's like, you can do this. Or like, I'm (laughs) proud of you. Like seriously uh, on a post-it. And I'll put it where I'm going to see it the next day. I used to hide them like on the bottom of the toilet seat lid so when I opened it up in the morning I'd be like hello and then took out my huge dick and pissed on it but like I also will put stuff near my toothpaste and it's it's silly like you have to get rid of your kind of anything any coolness that you have goes by the wayside all of your yeah.
2: inhibitions about yeah oh
3: yeah all your anything like dorky stuff uh, anything just embrace the dork, Stuart
2: Smalley yeah, yeah exactly
3: because it can like save your life even mm-hmm. though it's so fucking cheesy and then you when you feel better you make fun of it yeah but when you're in the moment you're like i'm really glad i have this affirmation from oprah yeah (sighs) about how corporations are afraid of me
2: (laughs) yeah about otherwise i don't know if i'd be able to deal with not being allowed to play the super bowl
3: (laughs) i feel like kanye lights a candle every day and it's just like meditates on that it's like yeah they're just afraid of me oprah told. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wonder if he
2: was actually talking to oprah
3: i don't know if he was but you know we can all talk to oprah you know oprah's inside each of us yeah yeah at this point if you have the own network
2: yeah. um <laughs> we, ha- we have to go to expert hour soon there were two more things i wanted to talk to you about oh
3: sure i'll be i'll be succinct we'll be, we'll be succinct one of them is um Baton, you were a. I was a baton twirler. I was a competitive baton twirler, and I was on the 1994 World Championship baton and dance team. We won the World Championships at Notre Dame University in South Bend, Indiana. Oh my gosh. And I did flag in. We had a bunch of different routines. I did flag in some and baton in others. I was not very good at baton, but I still did it. And I competed. I was the fifth runner-up in the novice category for girls ages ten through twelve in New Jersey for the Miss Majorette of New Jersey pageant, and oh that meant that I got to go to nationals where I placed eighty-eighth um, out of eighty-nine contestants. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty great. I got I got points that marked poor off for girl.
2: Were you like? Thank I don't even God know who she you. was. I yeah. was hanging out
3: with Miss Virgin- Miss West Virginia, who got sixth. Oh, and yeah. I was like, "Wow, Miss West Virginia." After like, the
2: crowning, were you like, "I guess we can't hang out anymore"? <laughs> yeah, I was
3: like, "Guess you're too cool." But that was also at that event was the first time I ever told somebody to fuck off because some a girl on my team, her name was Jackie, and she spelled it in a really creative way. Was like, um, she was like, "Way to drop." way to miss or way to have six drops or we called it drops like if you drop it, so button. i dropped it like six times and she was like way to have six drops and i was like fuck you jackie <laughs> with all your q's and c's and i's and u's and i felt very empowered i think i was in seventh grade so you said to her fuck you i did yeah awesome. it took oh. so
2: long before i could say like a curse phrase without whispering the curse word part of it fuck you like where the Hell? It's the garbage can.
3: Like <laughs> Where in the hell? <laughs> Stop <laughs> Yeah, I it was I, I got points marked off uh by the way on the in that competition for have my shoes didn't match my dress. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and I had naturally curly hair, which was not popular. Like you were supposed to straighten it and then curl it anything like ethnic was a little too weird. Oh my God. So, you know, being a brunette was already like, Oh, what's going to happen. But you know, you could rock it if you did the appropriate curls and stuff, but Mm. I had the wrong kind of curly hair. Also, you
1: yelled fuck every time. you. Yeah. "Yeah."
2: I was like,
3: (laughs) fuck (laughs) everybody.
2: It's also just like a dog show where if you shit on the thing, you're just like automatically out,
3: (laughs) which I felt was judgmental. Yeah. That's, that's
2: a little rough. Um, uh, the second thing that I want to talk about before we go to expert hour is, um,
3: your Kickstarter, yes. You want to plug your Kickstarter real quick? Sure. It's called. I have a Kickstarter. It's um. It's it's only got. I think by the time this is up, it'll have like ten days left. Yeah, and uh, this will be posted tomorrow. Oh, great! I'm yeah. so excited. It's um. It's called. This tour is so gay, and the idea. It's kind of a weird idea. It's a comedy tour. It's a comedy tour where I go on tour. I tell funny stories. I sign some books. So some of the events are bookstores. Some of them are theaters. And in each town that I'm in, I do community service with a nonprofit that does mental health for uh, LGBTQ kids. Oh, so, awesome. um, so maybe it'll be like stuffing envelopes or maybe it'll be talking to a kid or maybe it'll be like helping out at their bake sale. So it's not, it'll just be, you know, I'll take a few hours. Like I'm planning, so far I've planned um, Denver, Indianapolis and Los Angeles and I've picked the charities I want to work with. And I'm in the process of like communicating with them and being like, hey, what, how can I help? And if they don't want me to help, I'll find other ways to help. But with Kickstarter, you're not allowed to raise money for charity. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't just be like, hey, give me money. So I'll give them money because that's yeah. like against the rules. So, um, which
2: makes sense because how could people trust that people exactly. would do that? Yeah. yeah.
3: And one thing about Kickstarter, I'm trying to raise $15,000 for 15 cities. And uh, I think I'm up to like nine 9,000 something right now from over 200 backers, which is really cool. And the cool thing about Kickstarter is that unless you raise all the money, you don't get it, which yeah. I think is neat because if I haven't hustled enough to get all the donations, then that's on me and, and that's I, kind
2: of maybe a sign that you wouldn't be able to complete the project exactly anyway. yeah right it's which like, is a good way of keeping out i know a lot of people who think they can do projects but
3: yeah keeping out the riffraff yeah so i actually was you know the first time i heard about kickstarter was um when the creek in the cave uh in queens did oh, a kickstarter right. And they oh, yeah. earned $30,000, which is amazing, yeah. and did a bunch of cool cool renovations and stuff to the place. Um, but since then, I've supported a few Kickstarters, and so so that's what I'm doing. So it's cool. called This store. So, so Good.
2: Everyone should uh, look that up and um, donate. Or are you also looking for
3: suggestions for people to work with, too? Oh, yeah. If you go to um, – let's see. If you uh, go to – twitter.com slash sarah j ben and casa you'll see under my bio there's a you can click through to the kickstarter and it's got a list of the 15 cities that i'm going to go to there's two in canada and the rest are in the u.s and if you live in one of those cities and have an idea for a cool lgbtq organization that helps youth um email me sarah at happy nice time com or just tweet it at me and i'll cool. check it out awesome um well thank cool. you so much for being here everybody
2: Yay, uh, it's time now for Expert Hour. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't know. I don't know. I
0: don't know. We need an expert. We need an expert. We need an expert, expert hour.
2: Welcome to Expert Hour. Very excited about our guest this week, as per usual. Um, <laughs> his name is Blake Alger, and he's an expert in Jimmy Buffett.
0: Um, well, on Jimmy Buffett, yes. I'm an expert on Jimmy Buffett, yes.
2: Um, That's... Fantastic. Thank you for joining us. Um so let's let's dive right into it. I don't know anything about Jimmy Buffett.
0: Well, that's I mean that's part in part of why I'm so happy to be here. It's because a lot of young people are not um, hip to Jimmy Buffett in any way at all. And I'm I'm trying yeah, to change that. You're not. No. no, me neither. No. You're none no, a bunch of three three youngish people. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, you know, you're not, you're not tweenie boppers or nothing, uh, no, you know, uh, but you know, you're not aware of a nice, uh, uh, time in a, uh, Margarita belly,
3: but never even i I've heard that song. Oh, yeah.
0: You, oh, you, we, oh, sure. Everyone's heard of the par- National anthem. Parrot
3: Heads? Are they uh, called Parrot Heads?
0: Thank you. I like, uh, inquisitive, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> they're called Parrot Heads. Uh, cool. I have a beautiful, uh, watercolor parrot mural tattooed on my back.
2: <laughs> oh, can we see that real quick?
0: Uh, yes, of yeah. course you can. You can see it. Oh, wow. It's right there. You'll Holy see a lot of details. Yes. Oh, it's
3: beautiful. Yes. That is very thank colorful. You. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. What's that? It's intricate. It's well, almost like stained glass.
0: Yeah, you know, it was a uh, celestial was uh, sort of the vibe that I was putting out there to the uh, <laughs> yeah. the tattoo senorita that did it. And she put it down big time. <laughs> it's a, a big part of the <laughs> nice culture. Work. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank her. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm glad.
2: Mm-hmm. I got to live with it. It's
0: beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh,
1: it's at least
2: you
0: don't have to look at it though Because like, if it did go
2: wrong You wouldn't have to Yeah yeah.
0: Oh, well, that's true But I've got mirrors fixated All <laughs> over my, my house Every wall Not every wall But a bunch of them It's yeah. tiny You need to make it look bigger Yeah, yeah. This place is huge
2: Yeah, it's pretty nice.
0: Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, how did you get into Jimmy Buffett?
0: You know, I got into Jimmy Buffett anyway. Anybody gets into anything that they really love, you know, just a walk in, out, uh, cruising on my own song line.
1: On
3: your own what? (laughs) Your own salt mine
0: song line
3: oh, oh i'm song sorry
0: line. it's a it's an african expression referring to the uh, musical tones and rhythms that move each of our own lives
2: oh african. okay so it's like you were kind of i was doing out, your own thing. yeah
0: doing my own thing you know um selling a little ecstasy getting into some fun <laughs> rave culture and then i realized the folly of my ways i was in uh, negril jamaica I was on a party boat and we were listening to Tupac. We we're listening to Notorious. We're having a great time, just <laughs> getting fucked up, right? Then there's a fucking uh, skip on the Blau Punk. That's the on dash, on deck, in the boat CD player. Music cuts off. And the fucking party stopped. You know what I mean? Yuck. Yeah. We're on a party boat. Okay, you don't party. want the party to stop. Thank you. Party comes first. The boat comes second. You know, I'm floating with a bunch of fucking grossies, <laughs> and I'm looking. I'm looking a rage. And then uh, from this this nearby yacht, this comes wafting. These beautiful tones. There's a there's a little bit of a merengue in there. There's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a calypso in there. There's a little bit of that that country that coastal country. And I was like, ooh, what is that? <laughs> You know what I mean? That is a super hit me right, and I took it in, took it in deep, and I went to the old captain because I noticed he was tapping his one foot on it. Uh, he had one foot; uh, the other <laughs> one was a peg. I swear to you, it was amazing. It made the experience great. Was it hard for him to tap his only good foot? No, he was propped up. But okay. that's a great question. I mean, if he was standing. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. But, yeah. but he uh, was
2: sitting down. Okay, that right. makes
3: more sense.
0: No, he wasn't sitting down. Uh, oh, he, he was, was propped. He was kind of lean. Like a lean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can always pick out a now. Now that I'm, am um, integrated into the culture, you can pick out a parrot head by their lean. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they lean like birds. Yeah, like they're ready to take flight at any minute.
1: Oh, so interesting. So they're like leaning forwards, like they're. For,
0: launch, I that, mean, how do forward is sort of like that's a very that's a very uh, terrestrial way to look at um. direction.
3: Yeah. It's kind of yeah. loaded. Yeah. yeah, sorry. So,
0: no, no, no offense taken. I'm just saying that, like, that limits the direction that, you know, you're going to move and you don't know where the music's yeah. going to move you next. Yeah. And that's okay, where the song is. It's more just goes. like
1: poised. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. poised. Okay. That's a beautiful word.
2: So, he, so you followed this music. You so. The guy with the peg leg?
0: Well, he he happened to have a peg leg. I didn't mean to make it like a pirate story because it's okay, not a pirate sorry. story. He just happened to be the captain. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, He's Jamaican dude. Okay. Peg leg. Great guy, don't know his name, but he he he, he had actually met Jimmy Buffett before because he uh, he's been to Jamaica several times once uh, actually was once shot down over Jamaica by, by Jamaica. what the government what? tried to shoot him down. They thought he was a, a smuggler because he had a big old uh, seaplane.
3: it mm-hmm. uh-huh. was
0: a flying boat. you see like the Spruce Goose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you guys don't know Jimmy Buffett, I don't know if you know aquatic I, plane. I know about. I know what a sea plane is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay all right. Like That's a where
3: you, like a bush pilot.
0: No, much bigger.
3: Bigger. Okay. Bigger.
0: And guess who who was riding shotgun on that one? Bono.
3: What? <laughs> yeah.
0: Imagine this. Imagine you picture you whoever the hell you were in 1980 and eight, and now picture instead that you were sitting behind J B <laughs> and Bono. Flying to Jamaica for God knows okay, what.
2: Oh, so this was Jimmy Buffett in the this plane, is Jimmy not Buffett the, in the peg guy. No, no. Oh, okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry.
0: I'm, I'm having a tough time following Who is this. it? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a bopping around deal. But yeah. uh, that that was, that's, I'm telling you, Jimmy Buffett. So
2: Jimmy Buffett was
0: shot down over Jamaica. They tried to shoot him down. But they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. <laughs> they couldn't do it. He got up there and he pulled that, the hemisphere dancer left and right. And he just ducked right under that ball's man.
2: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay so that's how you got so you found out that that he was listening to Jimmy Buffett. Yes,
0: yes, yeah, so that that was who that was the guy who explained who the hell this mu- this this heavenly music was and then I have never looked back since. And I'm a huge Jimmy Buffett fan. Wow. So I celebrate all of his music, uh his musical, his books, literature, I mean his products. Yeah.
2: What products does he sell? That's a-
0: that's almost a silly question. What products does he not sell? Well, you know what I mean? Uh, lotto tickets. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, uh, uh, Microwaveable dinner food. What uh, kind of food? Branded as Margaritaville from his establishments. Okay. We've talked about that a little bit already. Uh, uh, great food. Maybe you, you recognize the great flavors and you go into Margaritaville and say, this tastes great and familiar. Well, <laughs> well, that's because it's delicious and it's... it's uh, provided by the same people who provide food for the Outback Steakhouse, my second favorite um, dining oh, establishment. That's a good wow. blooming
3: onion. <sighs> yeah. And the brown bread. Yeah. yeah. It's good. So
2: let's, let's go back a little bit. Like, obviously, Jimmy Buffett is a huge star now, but when did he get started in his career? And, like, what did that look like?
0: <sighs> well, he was a music critic. Really? Down there in, in uh, Texas. And, yeah, and he was a music critic for Billboard. And he was balling, had a wife. And then one day it was like, fuck this. <laughs> he got out. <laughs> you know, he pulled the trigger. He gave his wife the bends. And he was like, I'm fucking playing music in these little shitholes. And he did that. He left his wife? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, his first wife. Yeah. He's since been remarried. But, yeah, that's how. I mean, that, and then he just followed that all over the Keys. You ever been out of the Keys?
1: Uh, which keys? Florida. Florida. Florida keys. Keys. Oh no. no, no, I haven't. What's it? like?
0: A one A. It's 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 at the bottom of this country. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's where the people, the you know, people have been forgotten. Right. And they go there to be forgotten, and that's kind of what Jimmy Buffett talks all about. And that's why I feel like a lot of people, the young people especially, could really get behind this. Uh, this Jimmy Buffett culture. That's why I try to share it with the young people all the time because there's a lot of a, uh, you know, we're upset with the drones and Obamacare and all that shit, and it's like, f- you need to get out of here. But guess what? It's not that easy either.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So where does Jimmy Buffett come into that?
0: Well, that's <laughs> we're all familiar with Margaritaville, the great uh, place to eat, the great brand of flip flops, mm-hmm. and a great song.
3: T-shirts? Yeah. They got a lot of cool
0: T-shirts, I think. Fucking aid wasted Right, they do. Wasted
3: away again Wait. and margarita. Uh, no, no.
0: See, that's, see f- I, l- I love that you tried there, but wasted away. It's wasting away. Oh. It's active. Okay. It's about the <laughs> It's about the folly of pursuing an expatriate lifestyle and how all of your problems will, of course, find you there at the bottom of that old A1A highway. Oh, wow. That's really deep. Wow. Well, yeah, it is deep. And that's uh, what is important to really think about is if, what are you going to run away from? You know,
2: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't have anything to really run away from right now. But oh, not yet, not yet. Maybe mm. God willing, someday. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or is that because you feel safe because you already ran away?
1: Oh my God, oh, I no. never even thought about it like
2: that.
0: Yeah,
1: LA kind of like an
3: island.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole other planet. Okay, operated by crazies. <laughs> where is yeah.
3: Jimmy Buffett? Like, where do you think does he live on a yacht?
0: i assume he has several residencies let me rephrase that he has several residencies <laughs> i'm a fan i can't lie he's got some boats of course but he's got some property in st bart's you know he was shot oh they try to shoot him down over jamaica no hard feelings he's got two mercury devils there wow yep. one right there in montego bay another one over there on the grill nice side The nice side. Wow. (laughs) Well, yeah, you got it. You got it. That's what it's about, burying that hatchet. (laughs) (laughs) You try to shoot down my beautiful sea boat plane, now I'm going to sell tizers to all the tourists rolling through here. Yeah. (laughs) 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 One
2: thing that we like to do on this show is we we want our listeners to walk away with some interesting facts that are, you know, shareable with other people. So what do you think are some some interesting things about Jimmy Buffett that people maybe don't know? Uh,
0: That's a great question. He, um... He was arrested in 2006 for possession of over 100 um, ecstasy pills.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that
0: now, is interesting. as a former ecstasy dealer myself, I was like, I gave up the life to to pursue parrot headedness, and then I find out that the fucking King Koopa himself <laughs> is pushing 100. Ta- I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, not to say he doesn't have it, but like. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? He was was ready for a weekend. And I'm like, he's old as shit. (laughs) You know, if he had a hundred Kura cups of coffee, I'd be worried about his heart. You know, it's too much anything at that age.
2: Yeah. Do you think he was planning a party or was he going to sell it? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I, that's, I, I like to think that he I like to think that he was Just having a party That yeah. he just not need <laughs> to make A little side note He's not in JCC Like I was Need to make that money With the ecstasy <laughs> It ain't easy Okay um, Alright so that's
2: a pretty good one
0: uh, Yeah um, The next one is uh, uh, Five O'Clock Summer's His biggest hit oh. That's an Alan Jackson song oh, So his biggest hit Is, is with, a cover is, Well it's uh, You know he's a duet
3: uh, oh. is a duet he
0: does i mean he covers it himself when alan's not around but, oh. you know, but that's kind of that's kind of weird right so if, like your biggest hit is someone else's hit
3: yeah, yeah. it's not margaritaville
0: not margaritaville that's man surprising five o'clock is a beast <laughs> yeah it's
3: a good song you
0: know, it is a good song because you know what's universal about it is that everybody needs to get the fuck off of work <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. everywhere yeah. everywhere and that's why everywhere across the world loves jimmy buffett because everybody's got to punch that fucking ticket
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I uh, there's something about it that just like really speaks to a lot of
0: people. Like people really want to relax, and music is kind of an escape. It is totally an escape because yeah. this world's fucking cruel and nasty, yeah. and uh, his tunes are sweet and tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Make it all go down a little bit better. Especially when you got one of his uh, Margaritable brand blenders.
2: <laughs> oh. oh, man. Are they Ooh. better than normal blenders?
0: Well, they are definitely made with a, a high quality of uh, components. Mm-hmm. And now they've since uh, souped them up so far, it's incredible. You can now get a solar powered Margaritable blender. Yeah.
2: Wow. You're
0: imagining yourself tailgating. Oh, now the 12 volts gone out on the Accord. What am I going to do? Where do I plug in the blender? To no worry no more. You got solar on your, on your fucking wow. front. Yeah, man. That's,
2: That's great. Awesome.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, really Jimmy cool. Buffett carbon footprint. He gives a shit about that.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, I like
0: that. You yeah. know, we we could we could give a little more shits about that.
3: He's a renaissance man. I mean, he does it all. Yeah, yeah. he indeed. sells ecstasy and
2: incorporates sustainable yeah. technology. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, we could talk about reducing the packaging on the Margaritaville macrovable food, but.
3: Yeah, but that's a different conversation. It's in—it's probably in process.
0: Well, yeah, yeah that yeah. is an email that I have in the saved <laughs> category that I'm polishing. You know, I don't want to embarrass yeah. myself going for If you for want a any brass.
3: eyes on
2: that, I'm like a really good editor.
0: You got it. I'm going to take you up on okay, that. Okay, cool. I, yeah. I, think, I, like the, your, I like your attitude about that. I yeah. feel like you believe it. I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all
2: the, about making positive change in the world.
0: Speaking of positive change, the final thing, that, and this is actually why I'm um, – i'm kind of doing a little bit of a i'm here on business uh in echo park and uh, we're bringing a margaritaville here to echo park and i'm really excited oh. about it
2: <gasps> yeah on, wait, really? so you work for you work for margaritaville
0: uh well let's just say that i've become a bit of a liaison for the brand sort okay. of uh, not, You're like a brand
2: ambassador yes mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah yeah so you know they they give me a little uh per diem you know they send me some free shoes and i just go out there and you know, I feel it. Hop on a train or ride somewhere, find a place that it's got a right attitude. And I feel like Echo Park is the right place because, you know, there's a lot of new money here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh great sunsets.
3: Hills. Yeah. There's a lot of hills.
0: A lot of hills. Is a lot that, of hills. Is
3: that important for Margaritaville I feel hills? like uh I I feel like anytime I walk up or down a hill after a margarita is very interesting. Wow. <laughs> Wants want people true. to have that yep. experience. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. You better watch out for those land sharks. <gasps> uh-uh.
2: What are land sharks?
0: Those are creepy dudes that watch <laughs> out for people that are, you know. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 land sharks.
2: Yeah, oh. be careful when oh. you're oh. tipsy. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you guys are going to open a margaritaville restaurant.
0: What's well, the plan because yeah. uh, this is a, what happens with this is neighborhoods like these these hipster neighborhoods is <sighs> sure. All the all the kids, uh, they're all with their uh, their tattoos and their funny shirts, and then and then guess what? Uh, your fucking mama wants to come into town. You got to put her up at all quality inn. That's sad. She's upset. You gonna take her some creepy old hipster dipster sandwich place of <laughs> <laughs> vegan and Korean? I don't think so. <laughs>
3: And she's, she's paying your rent. She's paying your rent anyway, and she's paying for the meal, so take her somewhere nice.
0: Take her somewhere she's going to enjoy it, where she can love what kind of flavors That's she exactly can get. exactly
3: what
1: I did when my mother was in town. I took her to Korean and vegan.
0: Yeah, and I bet you she fucking hated it. <laughs> Now she's worried about you. Now you're getting more phone calls. It's all about relieving yourself from that. It's just providing them a false reality. And that's what Marguerite Ville is. It is a placebo. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't it's even kind of exist. like a
2: virtual reality experience, kind <sighs> of. Like.
0: Emily, you get it.
1: <laughs>
0: you get it. That is so right on. mm <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited about that. We'll see if it opens up, but uh, I think I think I think I think I think we got a good shot
3: That's at great. it. That's cool. great. I would contribute to funding it. Would you? Well, yeah, absolutely. Kickstarter? Just transfer all the
2: money from your Kickstarter. Yeah, I'll take. <laughs> I
3: will. I will take this all the money from my Kickstarter, and I will. I will happily give it to this cause because I think it's more important. Well, let me tell you.
0: Uh, I know you're playing light. No, I'm not. Well, it is important? Uh, because I'm not fucking
3: around, Jimmy Buffett.
0: <laughs> Uh, he, some of that money is going to go back to support the causes that he cares about, uh, which is education uh, and uh, manatees. Oh, yeah our our Who little love our little sweet chubby friends out there in the water just going so slow, getting chopped up by <laughs> motorboats.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, what's the money going to do? Is kind of give them mm-hmm.
0: sort of like a guard against? Look, I don't know anything about the old manatee saving stuff, but it sounds legit. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. I, I bo- mean, it's Jimmy. It's j- yeah, has he lied to us yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know of. Not that I know of. Not like Bob Dylan. Yeah.
3: What if, oh, lie about Oh, shots fired. He's a
0: liar. I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: wow.
0: I'm sorry. Him and Jim are even friends and I don't mean to talk talk mess out of school, but
2: Yeah. But Bob Dylan is a liar?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: What I, is he what I mean, about? just
0: the whole thing, the the groaning, the Victoria's Secret, the acoustic, the electric, who cares? You know, it's all a lie. It's fake. Oh. What's real is taking your shoes off on stage before Kelly Clarkson did it, before Kenny Chesney did it. I'm mm-hmm. talking about Jimmy Buffett here and playing your <laughs> tunes, toned to the Ground. Just yeah. saying. It's important stuff.
2: Now, Jimmy Buffett is known for, like, relaxing people. Do you think that he ever gets, like, anxious or
0: uptight? Uh yeah, he he actually has he's has been thrown out of a couple basketball games for bad language and getting all uh, who who hasn't?
3: Yeah, I have. I've been and I've been yeah. thrown
0: out of a ball game yeah, or I two. No?
2: no.
3: No.
0: Emily. I keep it are
3: together. you Are you sure you haven't? This <laughs> is a safe yeah. space you can share.
2: I'm sure. I've never I've only been to like a couple but I I kept it together. Someone have stole you, my backpack once at a Giants game, but I got <gasps> it back. Oh,
0: well. You got it back?
2: Yeah, they left it in the bathroom. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty gross.
0: Did you Did you keep it?
2: I yeah, I kept it. I don't have it still, but okay. I kept it for a while. Okay,
0: it's not here, is it? It's not here. No, All right. it, it no longer exists in my life. That's too bad. That's I'm Giants fans. I thought they were like the ritzy ditzy ones. I thought that'd be a <laughs> uh, Jets problem normally, right?
3: <laughs> oh, oh the, uh, the San Francisco Giants.
0: Oh, I was.
3: Yeah, but that, is, that would be a Jets. I've been to my fair share of Jets games and it is not chill at all. No. It's yeah. very tense and upsetting. So yeah. Jimmy Buffett's gotten thrown out of a couple games. He's
0: been thrown out of a couple of games because he gets hot and he yells at people and uses some bad words. You know, he doesn't put a lot of bad words on his records, but some, you know. Yeah.
1: Uh, Do you have uh, any examples? <laughs> uh,
0: he'll say shit. Yeah. Or goddamn it it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't like that. Or even, this isn't a bad word, but what I love is that in some of his live records, he talks about cocaine a bunch. What? Wow. Yeah, he was he loved it. I mean, it was the 70s. He was a cowboy. Everybody did cocaine. But still, it's <laughs> it just feels so weird to our you know post-millennial ears to hear just some chilled-out cowboy talking about getting yacked up and partying yeah. all night.
3: Yeah. yeah. In yeah. like a post-9-11 world, that is yeah. really
2: it is yeah. weird. It's yeah. kind of a weird congruence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we're running out of time. Um, uh, do you guys have any final questions
3: I just, for Blake? I just want to know, do you think that Jimmy Buffett is happy today?
0: Yep. Yeah, I do. I do. He's got a beautiful daughters, doing good work, mm-hmm. doing good charitable work. He's uh, remarried to his second wife. And I know that that takes a lot of healing and personal growth. And uh, he wears those tiny little John L- Lennon glasses. And oh, people goodness. that wear those oh, look yeah. happy, I think. They're yeah. always happy. They're, They're the always happiest happy. People. Harry Potter, mm-hmm. John Lennon. Hello. (laughs) Hi.
1: Is it Jimmy Uh, Jimmy Buffett? Uh, (laughs) Jimmy Buffett just walked in. (laughs) Uh, Lisa, do you have any final questions for him? Um, No, I just uh, really admire his lifestyle and his ability to yak it up. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, relax. I feel like we could all learn something from that. Yeah. I have one question. Shoot. Have you ever met him? Oh, good question.
0: (laughs) No, what a treat that would be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I would love to meet him. I would love to meet him. Uh, yeah, and if I do, if I do, I would definitely tell him I liked your earlier stuff better. I'm just gonna be real with him because I feel say like that, yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm that kind of guy. You know, I'm a kind of guy. I'll go to a comedy show and let them know if they're not doing great. Oh. You know, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm not good. a bad guy, but I'm a vigilante on this planet. By <laughs> know who, you know,
2: well, everybody's got their principles. Yeah. Um, well, it, thank you so much for being here. God, it's time you. now for What Did I Learn? What did I learn? Um, Lisa, what did you learn
1: today? Um, I learned about Jimmy Buffett a little bit. I didn't know a single thing about him.
0: So happy to share with you, Lisa.
1: Yeah, no, yeah.
2: thank you. He sounds like he's lived a fascinating life. Mm. Um, Sarah, what did you learn today? I learned uh, that
3: Jimmy Buffett was, act- was, sh- was shot at. Yeah, I didn't know he was by uh, the Jamaican government. I mean, jeez, yeah. I didn't yeah. know he'd been through that. It mm-hmm. makes sense when you hear his songs, the pain. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, since that time, Blake. What did you learn today?
0: Uh, I learned a lot about agoraphobia, and as a man who feels most connected with his feet out in the sand by the sunshine and with people, I, I feel like it's a it's so fascinating to look at uh, just a totally different way of looking at things. And that's I feel you know what I feel connected. To the the people with agoraphobia, now I feel like yeah. I understand oh, a little bit. Cool, the isolation. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You also
2: kind of cool. like know what they're missing because you're sort of experiencing like the outside world more.
0: It, yeah, it's true. You know, because I'm an extrovert, but at the same time, sometimes aren't we all alone in a crowd? Yeah. Wow. You know, I feel like that is also a lot of what Jimmy Buffett talks about, and I'd be like,
2: you
3: know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could see that. Um, I learned about. Um, you know, all of the things people are saying to kind of just take McDonald's down as a yeah, corporation. Yeah. Sort of like, why do people have it in for them so much? Um, I also learned I learned about um, the insane standards of the baton-twirling community. Very high standards, um, yeah. Kind of white supremacists. Yeah not, right. chill, yeah, not chill, not chill. Not chill. Well, they could take a dose of Jimmy's medicine. They sure could. Oh, they
0: sure could. Yeah, they yeah.
2: absolutely That's could. Constraint. They could stand a, a trip to Margaritaville. Uh, Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Baby Geniuses, you guys. What a doozy. (laughs)
1: Um, Watch out.
2: Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Um, If people want to find out more about you, by the way, or, you know, is Um, there anything they should... You know,
0: just keep your ears to the wind and listen to the, (laughs) the beautiful music coming through the trees, and that'll be my voice, and you'll know it's me.
2: All right. Ah, <laughs> Perfect. I feel yeah. like we've heard that from our experts before. I, I don't know how they're supposed to tell the difference, but okay, <laughs> oh. they'll know, I guess. Um, Who's stealing my bed? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, thank you so much for listening. Please uh, email us. Send us your butt shots, ladies, dudes. Do not send us your buttholes. Don't, um, don't. Yeah. Do we want butt shots from dudes too? No, no, mm. no. Just from women. Just
1: keep it creative with the dick pics. Yeah, ladies, show us your butts. Yeah. Um, um, please. Uh, subscribe to us on itunes and rate us with stars yeah yeah
2: yeah four plus please (laughs) but also a five what's that star taken out for sound (laughs) issues well that's fair (laughs) 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 Uh, email us baby geniuses podcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter i'm at lisa draws i'm at mr emily heller
1: and goodbye goodbye Genius we know
0: everything. Baby genius sins, we know everything. Baby genius sins, we know
1: everything. Baby genius sins.